Welcome to Bookin' It. Today's episode will be The Iliad of Homer, Part 3, Books 5 through 8. Hey everyone, welcome back to Booking and I'm, your, of course, your eloquent host, Cooper Cobbs. And joining me today, I have some fine fellows right here. Oh boy, do I. Over there on the left, Mr. Isaiah Rayetsky. Yo, what's doing, up? Sir? And across from me, owner of the Mighty Jelly Bean Jar, Tanner Lewis. Howdy, folks. And uh, right next to me, I have... Oh. Oh. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's already Bryce, gone. only after like five weeks, Bryson's left us. What? <laughs> he got too expensive to fly him in from Paris. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Bryson is currently out this week. He is attending a conference, the G3 conference, in case anybody was wondering, in Atlanta. Might be too late to like try to find him there because he'll be oh. back by when this comes out. But yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> if you're there, say hi. If in the past, uh, it works. Okay. Like uh, a week and something ago yeah, from exactly, now. Exactly. <laughs> well, we are here in our top secret studio um, in some cl- classroom of an obscure church somewhere and uh, under an overcast sky because it's been overcast for like the past three weeks. It's been glorious, except yes. it's no longer glorious. Yeah. Watch says, Apple Watch says that it is currently 92 degrees there outside. We well, oh. it's been overcast for like the past few oh. weeks, and it hasn't rained a ton. Like, it's just been overcast. And it Speak rains in spurts. Southlander. Southlander. That place from Rings of Power, is that what you're talking about, Tanner? The Southlands? Hey, Halbrand is my king. Okay. We're talking about the Iliad. Isaiah is our guest host because. He was designated to lead in class. So, Isaiah, take it away. All right. Books 5 through 8. Yes. So, uh, I guess the first question is, uh, what happened in Books 5 through 8? Anyone want to summarize? I really wish we were, we were filming ourselves during the uh, physics experiment because we had some funny things that to say. True, that is true. We should have. We should have done that. Anyway. I, I remember most of them if you want them again. <laughs> okay, please, Tanner, just do it. <laughs> do it. Okay. What happened in this three-book – wait – Three, Books, four, four. Yeah. That's right. That's five, right. six, seven, eight. I don't know. Five through eight just has a connotation of three, but maybe <laughs> that's just me. Um, uh, but through these four books that we read this week, the most interesting portions were the ones that were the stupidest. Like yeah. this, like I don't know. This was the most unentertaining portion of the book, unless you were no, reading it for laughs. There's some pretty entertaining stuff. Well, like, um, yes, but for the laughs. It's not like, oh my gosh, this has so much like value of discussion. I think there's a couple of good scenes. Yes, but uh, but uh, what happened? Maybe. Oh, what happened? Okay, yeah, not, so not just your thoughts book, on book it. Five, what, what happened? Like book recap. five is basically Athena gives Diomedes just some like, you know, some rage, some uh, Strength, some power, power. Some, some of the star power from Mario. Well, <laughs> and uh, he just goes like, on a rampage. <laughs> Athena says. Go beat every god yeah. up. Well, don't go no. beat up. Go, go beat up Aphrodite. Beat, beat up the Trojans, and then when Aphrodite tries to save her favorite Trojan, you know, go after her, and that's what he but does. But no other gods, right? Because he's so smart. And so and this, this is the stuff that kind of got bogged down. Just they would just describe the the Greeks killing the Trojans in detail, and then just be like, and Diomedes killed Zephyra, who was the son of Zephyra, owner of like goats and some. <laughs> Feel <laughs> enjoy somewhere. <laughs> That's great, and then it happens like fifty times. <laughs> like we don't need to know this. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so Diomedes goes on a rage. Uh, uh, yeah, slices Aphrodite's hand. He does. Yay. He gets Aphrodite. Book five is pretty long. It's pretty it's long. Over ambitious. Goes after Apollo. Yeah, yeah. And Apollo's like, Nah, bro. Nah, bro. That he was thought. hilarious. I'm anyway, not gonna lie. The the best parts in book six is where like uh, Hector goes to Detroit back in the city after he's just been in the battle. 
and uh, he gets confronted by a lot of women um, <laughs> <laughs> because all the men are fighting, except for one dude named Paris and mm. uh, our favorite character from last time. And <laughs> He's currently sitting at his tower. Right, Paris is like alone in his house, and then he... <laughs> I mean, not alone. Sorry, he's got you know Helen with him. So yeah. Anyways, yes. and then then uh, <laughs> what was that? What was that? And then, and then, that was what Paris was doing when he then, was in that tower. Anyway, then Hector mm. talks to like his mom. He talks to some other people. He goes to Paris and he sees Helen. And Helen's like, "Yeah, Paris is Paris is pretty awful. Like, not gonna lie. Like, I wish he was better, but also he's kind of you know he's kind of cute. So yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll hang around. Wait, book. But staying six. on the topic of Diomedes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He like that now, we yeah. found this. Yeah, we. I know. I just I looked back at my okay. notes and okay. I found something that I thought was interesting when I was reading it. There was a funny quote whenever um, uh, we decided it was, we remembered it was Athena, right? That was it was helping Diomedes. Who was yes. helping Diomedes? Yeah. Okay. Well, Athena got into the chariot with Diomedes at one point. Okay. Okay. And uh, the the description that um, uh, Homer lays out for us is he says, "quote." The chariot groaned beneath both God and hero. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Like, he gets in, and yeah, a chariot's, like, creaking. It's like, whenever my dad gets in a car or something like that. He's not big, but it's like, you know, a man getting in a car. I mean, it, it shakes the car. But even little Athena getting in the car. Okay, I don't picture Athena as being that big, but she's a god, I guess. So, I don't know. I don't My physics are all off when it comes to the gods. I don't know. Maybe we're just anyway. too... We can't. We have to throw out every presumption that we have about the Jewish God in order the well, you mean, God of the. You Christian. mean the one true God? Yes. Okay. Him. Yeah. Well, Yahweh. I had to clarified. I had to clarify because I can't just say God. Because, yeah. Well, you know, in this world, I mean, yes, right. Yeah. Anyway, but then we have the best scene of the Iliad so far, which is Hector and his little kid and wife, right? Oh yes. And um and so he gets his wife. He meets his wife, and she's like, "Please stay," uh, and then he tries to pick up his kid, and his kid gets like scared because his helmet on. And he just laughs and like takes off his helmet and picks up his son. And you're like, oh, it's a happy family. <laughs> but then like it's so obvious that he's never going to come back and see them again. <laughs> yeah, very much so. He's like, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to see them again. And you're like, yep. Yep. Too right. bad. So sorry. Uh, then uh, book seven. We don't really care, bro. You're like, I don't know. Well, you're I mean, just he's, pretty he's, wild. He's, he's the best character, though. Like he's the hero, right? I, I like him a lot, honestly. I, my affection grew for Hector during book six, which is the That's best. Fair. I don't know about you guys. I don't know. That's fair, yeah. I just think Achilles is funny. <laughs> we haven't gotten to like Achilles that much yet, even. Well, so. from the first couple of books. We did. Yeah, you're right. When he was I mean, most like of it's just like Achilles is great, and everybody's in comparison to Achilles, but we haven't actually seen him on the battlefield yet. So That's true, because he's still off on his rampage. Yeah. Being mad. Yep. Way to go, bro. His rage. Be mad. But then Paris decides to actually come out and fight with Hector, so they both kind of go off into the battle again, and more battling takes place. Do they does um does Hector challenge people to a duel yet? I think that's in yeah, it's end books of seven. six or seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seven happens. So, um, who won? Who won? Okay, so Ajax um has to fight Hector. Yes, and then the gods basically lots. did that to call off the battle. And like, right, but then like but then Ajax the Hector are fighting, but they are both loved by the gods, and so they just shut down the duel because they don't yeah, want yeah. any of them to die if i remember correctly the gods plan the duel like that so that uh so they can take ended. to give them like a break from the war like right. so that there's kind of like a little break period like a day or two so people can rest and then the gods are dead. like the coaches of this entire yeah they're just orchestrating it all team. yeah yeah it's like don't it's, well, yeah, it's, a, it's like it's don't like uh, friday night smackdown like it's all fake <laughs> the gods are doing it but it's, okay it's not true it's more real than that but no it feels it feels like we, like in book five it's like 
don't hurt any of the coaches because most of them are on our side, except for Aphrodite. Kill her. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then uh, they come back and they're like, actually, all the coaches are bad. Go for any coach as long so as anyway, this coach is with you. Well, don't forget uh, Diomedes also wounded Ares later after that's he true. got oh, his powers right. back. And then Ares just goes up to Zeus and whines and Zeus like slaps him down. That was pretty yeah. funny. That was hilarious. It's like you, he said something along the lines of you puny god who's yeah, like right. you and your mother only <laughs> love war. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, which is kind of weird for a guy who's, like, killing a lot of people so that his, like, nephew can have some glory, which is weird. Anyway, uh, book, yeah. after after the duel in book seven, they have, like, a little respite, a rest. Yeah, they bury the dead. Bury the dead. Take a little break. Take a little break. Uh, and then, I love this description in book eight, now don the yellow robe scattered over all the earth. You know, like, when you're an author, you have to come up with a billion ways to say the sun rose. Mm-hmm. But I like this way. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I point it out. Um, let's see here. So then, uh, if I remember correctly, Zeus kind of bans all the other gods from fighting. Oh yeah. That's um, right. he like balances the yeah. scales, sees that the yeah, Greeks are going to win or is it? The, yeah. The Greeks so are going to win. What he says is, and anyone I perceive against the gods will attempting to, sorry, anyone I perceive against the gods will attempting to go among the Trojans and help them or among the Danans who are the Achaeans or the Greeks. He shall go whipped against his dignity back to Olympus, or I shall take him and dash him down to the murk of Tartarus, far below, where the uttermost depth of the pit lies under the earth. Yep. So, so banning like, all the gods or people similar to them from helping. Yep. Uh, balances the scales, sees that the, what is it, the Greeks are going to win, right, sends the lightning to them and kills a lot of them, and now the Trojans are going to win. <laughs> well, so, okay, it, it, it's, for me it's clear that, okay, we know the Greeks are going to take Troy eventually. But mm-hmm. is it? T- it seems to me kind of clear that the gods know that too, right? I, yes. Don't the gods know that Relatively. eventually it's going to happen? Probably. Well, maybe it was just because they were orchestrating it so that they would. Yeah, true. But yeah. But that did happen like that, where he saw the Greeks were going to win, mm-hmm. kind of killed a lot of them, and then let and made it where the Trojans were now. Yeah. Faded to win for a bit. Yeah. And then we have yeah, just uh, the Greeks and the Trojans going back and forth, killing heroes. The Trojans and driving the back. Extended backstories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Athena and Hera try to do some stuff, but then Zeus shuts them down, and uh, they throw a little pity party. Yep. And uh, then at book eight, the armies kind of gather during the night after another break, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, so wait, the Trojans were, like, pushing the Greeks back, right? Yeah, they pushed ships. them all the way back to their ships. And then the night came. Yes. And the gods like, you can't fight. It's night. You can't, you can't fight anymore. Yeah. Stop. So then the Trojans put up a bunch of bonfires right. more than they needed to show their force. Right. I think. Yeah. Okay. What's well, what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. There you go. Book net um, summaries. This is like I mean, totally not the book in 30 seconds, honestly. This is like each book in 45 seconds. Um, More than that. <clears throat> we've been talking about the book summary thing for eight minutes. Nice. Four books? A minute and a half. Two. Shh. <laughs> With introduction, I see. With introduction. We've been recording for 11 minutes. Just be quiet now. Okay. What's your next All question, right. bro? Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, we already kind of thought about this, but do you have any other thoughts that weren't already mentioned or anything else you'd like to, like, thoughts on the books that we didn't mention while doing this? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we saw here the biggest evidence for Helmer not liking the, um, the Kleos. So let's do a review. The Kleos is the glory that one tries to claim for oneself through mm-hmm. killing another person or by being killed gloriously. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that we have the best evidence against... Homer supporting that in book six with Hector going into the to uh, Troy, the city-state, and really um, seeing the kind of warmth that is located there um, with him and his and his wife. 
and it's kind of taken to extrapolate that to everybody else with the, the women who are trying to like get news of the battle from him, right, about their husbands and things like that. So mm-hmm. it seems to me that, um, hey, again, he, Homer grew my affection for Hector in this section, and so I can only assume that Hector has affection for Hector. No, Homer has affection for Hector above all the other people besides maybe Achilles, which we'll see later. Which is valid. Which is valid. Like Hector is great. He cares about his city. He cares about his people. And he doesn't really want to fight except when defending that. For, so, um, like, the person the person I um, – so <laughs> a college interview last, last night, right? And so we were talking about the Iliad for a while. It's actually a lot of fun. But what he said was um, Paris and Achilles kind of represent the two poles. So Achilles is the pure self-glory. And Paris on the other spectrum is like, none of it matters. I don't even care. I'm just going to have my babe, and that's it, basically. Um, and then uh, Hector is kind of in the middle of where he's fighting for Cleos, but the Cleos is more of a city and in defense of his city. Um, but he's not all the way on the Achilles end of the spectrum to where he's purely doing that because he clearly cares about his wife and about his family. And also is concerned about Philos, too, because he's trying to like whip Paris back into shape and make him go fight instead of just, mm-hmm. you know, well, moping in his tower, not moping, I guess, but enjoying life, that's how we say, in his tower um, and not fighting, even though it's all his fault this thing happened in the first place. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else to say, Tanner, for you? What yeah. thoughts? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. All I keep on going back to is we we mentioned already that we kind of talked about this earlier today, but um, uh, the, we, talk, we were talking about, like, the gods being whiny. Oh, yeah. And the... Uh, Cooper, would you care to, <laughs> <laughs> no, to relate with exactly what you said? Well, <laughs> I, I said uh, Athena was acting like a certain bad word that I can't say on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't say it in real life either, but I made reference to it, and it's true. <laughs> like, they're they're acting very petty, extremely petty, and uh, Athena especially. But, yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I said. <laughs> she's, so, she's so funny, I'm not going to lie. Like, that entire, like... Sec- like Athena. the entire sections with the gods yeah mm-hmm. everything with the gods is like my favorite part of this story right now just because like it makes no sense at all yeah yeah and they're also s- like they feel also stupid right yeah. it's like what did you think was gonna happen you goddess of love who's you know deciding i'm gonna go fight in the war <laughs> yeah and your hand stab you're like oh that's sad excruciating pain alcohol flowing out of by the wound Yay. yeah well uh, What's the blood of the gods called? Icor. Icor. Yeah. Icor mm-hmm. alcohol. Oh, really? Yes. That's cool, actually. I never put that huh. together. So, okay. Huh. That has weird implications for... That's why people believe for the longest time that like people could live with Icor alcohol alone. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I did not know that. I didn't either. There you go. The one new thing I learned today. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Random um, facts. So, why did Diomedes or however you say the guy's name, yeah, that's right. get the strength and power and all that. Like, why was he get granted that? Or was there not a reason? Well, I mean, so they, apparently there's like this rank of like warriors. So you have Achilles at the top, mm-hmm. on the uh, top gog on the Achaean side, and then below him is Ajax, and then below him is Diomedes. And so with Achilles out of the battle, Diomedes is one of the leading warriors. And so if Athena wants to get back at the Trojans, she just got to give strength to one of those top people. And so mm-hmm. she chose Diomedes and... uh well, he yeah, he, respo- he responded well yeah. <laughs> to the treatment. Until he got greedy, and he could have killed so many more. Yeah. Probably could have won the, like, not won, but no, killed yeah, I mean, the, the whole The whole story of the Iliad is just, if you did this right, like, it's, yeah. you could just... Uh, given strength, told not to fight any of the gods, except what, Aphrodite? Yeah. And if he did that, he's basically unstoppable. 
Yeah. And he's like, Apollo, I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, bro. I'm coming after you. Yeah. Really smart. Yeah. Um, I love the... Uh, I think we already talked about this. Apollo coming back and whining to... Ares, you mean? Ares, yeah. Was it Ares? It's Ares. Yeah, because he got stabbed later after Diomedes got his power back. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's and right. then Athena joined him in the battle. Oh, we could also see, determine, like, if they were gods or humans. Like, you know, he could tell the difference between gods and humans on the battlefield. Yeah. I really need to have my chart sitting next to me whenever oh. I'm reading this. Sorry, there's one other thing I want to talk about. Go ahead. Um, this was in regards to Diomedes' fighting people. And all of a sudden, he comes upon this person, and they just, like, start exchanging backstories. And then the other guy is like, yeah, like, I had this dude, my dad did this. And then Diomedes like, no way, my dad did that too. That's cool. And they Forgot just like stop fighting and they exchange armor or something like that. But then Diomedes <laughs> like, well, you're gonna die anyway, and I'll get your armor back, my armor back. So it's okay. <laughs> but the the whole idea of you know the, the for us, and we'll talk about this more with the Odyssey, I think. But for the Greeks, the hospitality was a big thing, and uh, and going back several generations as well. And mm-hmm. so reali- realizing that your ancestors have a common a thing in common was really big for them. And so. Even though Diomedes was going on a rampage, he took time to acknowledge that and didn't kill the guy. So, yeah, Glaucus, yeah. Um, by the way, for the listeners, uh, Miss Emily just said that Diomedes and Glaucus, Glaucus. Glaucus. Um, basically kind of agreed with their whole like relationship thing with a grandfather or whatever it was that they wouldn't kill each other, but uh, they didn't care what like each person did to the other people. So like with Diomedes killing Trojans, uh, Glaucus didn't care as long as he didn't kill him because they had some like relationship thing or whatever, something like that, like some something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good part. And the the <laughs> book they were reading, the, the analysis book, Heroes of the City of Man, kind of goes on an extended paragraph about how uh, if Paris had not breached the rules of hospitality, um, then we wouldn't have have this war in the first place. If everybody had been had honored the bonds shared by the giving of gifts and friendship and hospitality, then we wouldn't have this bloodshed and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But we do. So. Of course, they were greedy and wanted more. Yep. Cleostas. Uh, weird things to, to men. Yeah. That's all you had? Oh, mm-hmm. because Aphrodite well, wanted an apple. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had more questions, but we already kind of answered, like, all of them. I had stuff about what Hector was fighting for, what Achilles oh, yeah. was fighting for, but he answered that. Um, I guess one thing is, in the book, do you think Homer takes a side? Yeah, that's a good question. Him? That's a good question. I mean, uh, it comes down to, like, Shakespeare, too, because Shakespeare often doesn't take sides, seemingly. Um and he leaves textual basis for both. And I think that really right now, it, it's clear that he's supporting Hector. And we'll see later on when Patroclus dies and when Achilles goes on his final rampage to ultimately win his Cleos, what happens. But I think for now, I think Homer is squarely taking a side against the warrior ethic. I mean, I think about Agamemnon, Menelaus, they're all not great. Um, and then Achilles is throwing a pity party, which even though he was wronged, was overreacting 
So I think that right now he's against it. He's taking a side against it. So I don't know about you, Tanner. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think he's sitting on the sidelines right now. Like, I think he's cheering Hector on for the most part, or he's urging us to cheer Hector on right now. Mm-hmm. So that we but can be devastated. No, unlike kidding. Cooper, <laughs> I haven't read this mostly through. Like, the entire... Like, oh, the whole story. Yeah, the gotcha. whole story. Gotcha. Like, I haven't actually, like... You don't know yet. The, the, I don't... The big plot points. I'm, I'm reading blind, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. So, I'm by the way, I need to give Bryson's thoughts on oh, this because okay, cool. we were texting about it. So he says, Ooh. Achilles sucks, is what he said. <laughs> so he's definitely against Achilles. We'll see what happens throughout the book. Then he says, Paris is not just a baby, but also a baby wimp. <laughs> uh, Valid. Agamemnon has no idea how to leave an ar- lead an army. And then I uh, slap my knee because I think jokes are funny, which is what Achilles does very often. He'll slap his knees. Mm-hmm. And in fact, at the very end, when Hector is dying, he tries to get Achilles to swear by his knees that he will take his body back to his father, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, literally, he's like, I beg you, by your father, by your mother, by your knees, like, take my body back to my father. <laughs> and he's like, oh. and, anyway. That's great. So, anyway, uh, those are Bryson's thoughts. Yeah. All right. And then I just have one more question. Do you like it so far? And based on what you've read so far, do you think you'll like reading the rest of it? I mean, I think there is. It's obviously great. Like we talked about the description of the sunrise, which is just beautiful. The scene between Hector and his wife is actually like some some pretty pretty emotional raw stuff that works really well even today. Like it, it's really well works really well. And I mean, the descriptions of the battles when, when he's not going on about extended genealogies and things like that are, I mean, they're wildly gory, but mm-hmm. still written well. Um, and I think we're seeing the contrast of the ideas of the ethics between Achilles' ethic, between Agamemnon's leadership, between Diomedes' rage, between um, Hector's complex relationship, and between Paris and everything like that. So uh, it's a, it's a definitely a masterpiece in terms of character study and motives and themes and even writing. So, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I I enjoy studying it like we are now. Yeah. I don't think that – I don't know. I can't, I can't say for this for sure, but maybe by the end of this, I want to pick it up again at some other point in my life to study it again. I, but think, that, I think that I'll read scenes again. Like, I will definitely return to that Hector and his wife scene and yeah. uh, certain moments in the battle, perhaps. But mm-hmm. I think there's a lot I can learn from it for writing, and I yeah. think that there's a lot that, like, is interesting about it, like studying the Greek culture back then. Yeah. But I don't know. This is not going to be one of my, oh my gosh, this is my yearly read of the Iliad. Yeah. It's going on the bookshelf next to the Lord of the Rings, and yeah. it's going to get picked up every year, every yeah, summer. Yeah, the Odyssey might be more like that. I don't know. We'll see. Possibly. We'll see. I hope. Yeah. I, think I don't know. It's How about this? Wait, sorry. No, I'm never going to buy a leather-bound Iliad, most likely. Okay. <laughs> Tanner has like three leather-bound Lord of the Rings. So. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting. Uh, it's better than what I was expecting. Yeah. Um. But I don't know if I'd read it again. It's an interesting story. Good to read once. I think that's about it for now. I mean, yeah. I'm, I don't know anything else about the story besides what you've told me. Yeah. So this yeah. is coming from not writer Isaiah. So there's that. Well, I mean, yeah. Fair. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Nothing against him. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Not at all. I mean, he's doing 
coding stuff, and Ilya doesn't have anything about coding. So. Exactly. <laughs> or video games. We so all know that Isaiah is going to be so I rich mean, compared to us. Imagine <laughs> in Isaiah's video sure. game, he designs, like, you're fighting in the Trojan War, and you kill somebody, and then the gameplay pauses. You can read about this guy's backstory <laughs> of how his dad owned some goats I in a farm over there, and how he gave gifts to a certain person, and then the gameplay resumes, kill another person, and then it pauses, and... Nah, yeah. I would not play oh, that. Nah. Choose to get this player your armor. <laughs> Thank you. Do you choose to focus more on Cleos or more on Philos? <laughs> the Bro, Council of the Gods seems to be a lot of fun, brain. That would be fun. Olymp- in, Olympus. in gameplay, it like, just suddenly pauses. Yeah, as Zeus, you can like shut down Athena. And then, like, <laughs> returning, returning to the gods. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> in Olympus. On Mount Olympus. I can, you can just imagine like some, Daddy, he some, some the narrator who does like the Clone Wars openers is narrating the Iliad. <laughs> yes. and that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Rage on Troy. <laughs> Achilles rages against Agamemnon, who has dishonored him, while the Trojans, led by Hector, push them back to the ships. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Olympus, Hera and Athena form an alliance to help the Achaeans against the Trojans. Lavriani continues to protect her favorite boy, Paris. <laughs> I would watch that. I think that your reenactment was better than whatever that would have been. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. All right. Well, is that donor shout outs time now? I mean, we can, yeah. We're at 25 minutes. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Okay. Well, donor shout outs. You know what's funny, guys, is uh, my mom decided that she wants to be a patron now. So that's new. We have a new patron again. Another one. <laughs> my mom. And, um, she was wondering like what name to put down on Patreon, and I was just like, "We'll just read your name. So you, whatever creative name you'll put down, it's not gonna happen. I'm sorry." So <laughs> anyway, uh, she was willing to put like Cobb's Classical Academy or something like that. What? And uh, we we're like, "You sh- Miss Jenny." So <laughs> okay, uh, donor shoutouts. I'll I'll say the name and you give them a um, voiceover from Clone Wars guy shout out. Okay, so <laughs> we have Nana. 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 Van Wayla. Van Papianuela. Isaiah's grandparents. Isaiah's grandparents. Mike and Laura. Mike and Laura. Anna. 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 Emily. Emily. Keenan. Keenan. Howdy. 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 And my mother, Miss Jenny. Miss Jenny. There we go. We hope you guys have an awesome Clone Wars guy narrated rest (laughs) of the day. And I hope you enjoyed Wingfeather Saga that came out last week. And uh, we'll see you next time with Bryson. Make sure you subscribe to us on Instagram. Leave us a five-star rating review. Check out our website and subscribe to our newsletter. All that's in the description below. Um, support us <laughs> as he's nodding his head. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash booking it. Support us, us so that Miss Emily can have a microphone. That's right. Hey, <laughs> if we, that should be like our goal. Like if we get, that should be a goal. If we get like 60 bucks a month on Patreon or something like that, we buy Miss Emily a microphone. We should. <laughs> That'd be funny. Until then. Keep on booking it.